This Roman centurion that we heard about in today's gospel, even though he was a pagan, shows us how to approach Jesus with our prayers, with our prayers of petition, our intercessory prayers. Notice the first thing he does here is he calls Jesus Lord. It's interesting, our Lord had not fully revealed his divinity to the world at this point, but the centurion, by an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, must have been an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, seems to have grasped that fact, at least somewhat. Obviously, he understood that Jesus was no ordinary guy, and he made that fact clear by using this particular title. And so when we bring our needs to Jesus, we should follow the example of this centurion and acknowledge Jesus' lordship. But of course, when we do it, we do it differently. We do it with an explicit understanding of his divinity. That's the one difference between the centurion and us. Notice also that when the centurion approaches our Lord to make his request, he does so in a spirit of humility. That comes through very clearly in his response to Jesus after our Lord tells him that he will go to his home to heal his servant. The soldier says, Lord, I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof. This, of course, is not only the disposition we should have when we ask the Lord for special favors, it's also the disposition we should have when we approach the altar to receive him body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist. That's why the Church has us say those words when we approach the altar at every Mass, or just before we approach the altar. It's not a coincidence. And notice the centurion's confidence when he makes his request. His confidence in the words of our Lord. He says to Jesus, I am not worthy to have you come into my house. All you have to do is say the word and my servant will be healed. The centurion was confident that Jesus would do something for his servant and for him. And so we need to be whenever we pray. We should believe that Jesus will act in some way, that he will give us what we need. When we pray for a person's conversion, for example, we should believe that Jesus will give that person a special grace to convert. Of course, the person we're praying for might not respond to that grace in a positive way, the grace of conversion. That's true enough. But we should trust that Jesus will bestow it. Remember, St. Monica prayed for 30 years for her son Augustine before he finally said yes to that grace. So we should never give up when we pray. Pray with an acknowledgement of Jesus' lordship in a spirit of humility, confidence, and trust. All lessons we learn from this Roman centurion, this good Roman centurion. Let's pray that God will help us to put all those lessons into practice whenever and wherever we bring our petitions to him in prayer in the future.